everyone, it's time for another live look at the astrology. My name is Katie Sweetman, and this is your look at the astrology for August 15th through 21st, 2022. So as always, if you're watching me live, do say hello. Let me know where you're watching from. It's always fun to check in, see where everyone is around the world. That's what my Sagittarius rising loves to do. Um, but of course, I know some of you, uh, and actually many of you, listen to this on the replay. And if you're watching on the replay, you can listen to it on YouTube. Instagram and even on Spotify to say hello. I see somebody from Baltimore. I'm actually originally from Maryland. You probably, none of you probably know that. I mean, a very small part of you know that I'm originally from Maryland, but I'm actually right now in New Jersey. I'm right outside of New York City. So that's sort of HQ for empowering astrology. But yeah, we, you know, we've got a lot going on the past couple of weeks. How are you all doing? I know that it's rocky astrology, just sometimes it all piles in at the same time. And then we get another week where we actually have some some sweet energy. We actually have um, a Venus trying Jupiter this week. So maybe we can enjoy life a little. But um, we're also coming to the end of Leo season this week. Um, certainly, it's been a bumpy Leo season. And I've been you know, kind of talked about this for a while, or it was certainly in my um, my client sessions. Some of you are my clients. Um, I talked about this in my webinar for the astrology of 2022. I always had my eye on Leo season, you know, for, for 2022, because it exists in the, um, the midpoint between the eclipses and sort of the energies that were seeded in this time frame just seemed a little too volatile. I'm going to say volatile, not to, you know, not to be negative, of course, but it's just volatility or maybe catalyst is a better word. It wants things to change, transform. It sets us up for um, events of October, November of 2022. That's a kind of funky thing about astrology is that when you get to these points, especially when eclipse energy is involved and that's what we've been seeing for the past couple of weeks especially around that uh, aquarius full moon on august 11th last week it, that's when time doesn't seem so linear anymore where you can start to see events from october november come in three months before so this is what this is the point this is the week past couple of weeks is also the weeks that I'm going to refer back to when we go through the eclipses in October and November. We're going to have a solar eclipse on October 25th. That one's going to be in Scorpio. Yay. Um, and then we're going to have a lunar eclipse on November 8th. And that one's going to be in Taurus because the lunar nodes right now are in Taurus and Scorpio. And that's what makes eclipses happen and that's why my fixed signs my tauruses my leos my scorpios my aquariuses are going through a lot at the moment because they're really getting squeezed by the eclipses and they're also getting squeezed or have, have been getting squeezed by mars and taurus we have uranus and taurus um and now venus is in leo so we have the you know my my librans and my tauruses are going to feel this in particular when venus passes through the lunar nodes it passes through 
a square to Uranus in opposition to Saturn. But that's next week. I'm getting ahead of myself. So just to reintroduce myself, yes, it does feel like a lot of intense energy. Um, just to reintroduce myself, my name is Katie Sweetman. I'm an astrologer and psychic medium here in the New York City area. And every week we gather live to talk about the astrology and something you hear me say over and over again, astrology is energy. Astrology does not pick, does not, does not take the choice away from you, although certainly there are times in life where we feel like a lot's happening and maybe we feel like we have limited choices or we have to react. And that's the thing, you know, time is an energy, you know, we have an influence on that energy, but there are things that are greater than us. And of course, you know, we can't control the seasons, but we can control how we show up. And that's really at the foundation of how I look at astrology, maybe how you look at astrology too now, is how do you show up for this type of energy, knowing that you're in this sort of interstice or a hinge of time between two larger frameworks of time. Do you make a pivot? Do you create something new? I actually use this energy. Uh, maybe it seems a little bit daring. Um, I, uh, I launched um, my Saturn Masterclass. I'm doing a Masterclass starting on September 17th. It's going to run until December 1st. Um, I launched it on the Aquarius full moon. Lots of Saturn going on because Saturn is the planet as much as we it is a hard planet, but it's also the planet that talks about the milestones, the things that are concrete, that mark our lives, and the things that we want to use Saturn to build things, and you want to use Saturn to build things to last. Saturn just asks in return that it's in balance, it's in harmony, there's equity, there's a sense of uh, it will take you through the long term. You have commitment, you have to show up for it, and you have to demonstrate your maturity and your authority and i do hope saturn um that i am doing that so yeah i uh today and i'm mentioning this in particular today is the last day for pre-registration the, the links are in the show notes or at least will be in the show notes i think i forgot to put the show notes in when i went live but it is on my website it's saturn masterclass it's going to be a 12-week journey not just through Saturn, and, and you don't, this is not a technical class. It's not teaching you about Saturn and astrology. It's teaching you about these very important things in life through the archetype of Saturn and through the archetype of the 12 zodiac signs. And it's meant to be transformational. It's meant to get you into alignment with where Saturn is in your own astrology. Yes, I decided to use this energy of the Aquarius full moon last week and also sun opposite Saturn. But we just, you know, as I record this on Monday, uh, August 15th, uh, we just came off of sun opposite Saturn. So this is a time of commitments time of showing up yes it's been rocky astrology but we still have to sort of show up we have to be anchored and grounded we have to get our lives in order and we have to put things back into balance so that's all Saturn asks for so I uh, hopefully you all can join me for this masterclass I'm really excited to be able to do this for you and I've already had uh, a few people sign up already um, but yeah, check it out, poweringastrology.com. And if you are listening to the replay, the show notes will be there. But yeah, again, how are you all doing? Uh, this week, we have a little bit of a reprieve, it feels, 
hopefully. Um, so let's go into the astrology of this week, uh, August 15th through 21st of 2022. So here we are. We are at the last week of Leo season. And what is Leo season all about? It's the time that's meant to remind us of our individuality. Leo is the second fire sign. It's the fifth sign. And that fire, which you see in the first fire sign of Aries, the spark of life, it needs to take on a color. Each and every one of you, as cheesy as this sounds, yes, I'm a Scorpio, I'm gonna get cheesy for a moment, each and every one of you are your own person. You know, you, can't, you cannot uh, duplicate you. And that's the thing is because there's an energy that lives inside you that is colored by you and only you. And Leo season gives us four weeks to reconnect with the things that give us life, that give us passion, that help us to color this energy of fire that we see in Aries, the first fire sign that brings us to Leo the second fire sign. And I love Leo season. It's probably no coincidence that this is the season that we all go on holidays, we, we go on vacation, we you know take, you know, have rest, but it's more about making sure that we nourish the things that actually give us life. And that's the thing. And as much as I love Virgo, it's a sign that needs the passion it needs the joy and creativity of Leo season to go into it. Otherwise, if you've ever worked and worked and worked and just felt like that was crushing the life out of you, it's because we don't have any joy and passion and fire. So we need this time to really replenish ourselves. And here we are, we're coming to the end of Leo season. Of course, this is a Leo season, as I mentioned when we started, that really uh, pushed some buttons. It's it is about individuality, but it's individuality in the face of some major personal reinventions, uh, really facing the things maybe that aren't working, the things that we have to let go, but also the courage and sometimes the fortitude and the drive to be able to go after the things that are actually going to create stability and security in our lives. That's the thing about the North Node and Uranus and Taurus as sometimes volatile as it can be, it's really reminding us that we have to remake our lives. And, and this is something I've been saying the past few years. And, and yes, we've been through a lot collectively, individually, the past few years, but it, we can't go back. Maybe this is more of an individual statement. We can't go back to where we were a few years ago. And, and Uranus and Taurus and the North Node and Taurus and Mars this time and Taurus has been pointing the way. And, and yes, maybe the past few weeks have brought a shakeup for you. It maybe showed you things that weren't working, that were actually working against your stability and security, or maybe showing misplaced loyalty or value or investments. And how does that all change? And that's the sort of the beauty, but sometimes, sometimes the stress of the astrology right now is it can be used for positive change and transformation. Again, astrology is an energy. It's just 50% of it. You are the other 50%. You give color. Again, there's that word. You give color to this energy and you color it with your choices, your awareness. But there's this teeny tiny sliver between that 50% where our past and our sometimes our sufferings and sometimes our, our regrets and even our blind spots can, can get in the way. And that's what we have to transform and purify so we can be in a different way with some of these astro astrological 
energy so yes last week of leo season we're coming off the full moon this is a time especially as we get into later this week we're coming up to the last quarter moon and this is sort of a time when again we're checking in with these larger themes even though it's august that connect us to a larger framework of time with the eclipses in um, end of 2021 and throughout 2022 and the beginning of 2023 with the eclipses and Taurus and Scorpio, also fixed signs. So as we go into Tuesday, August 16th, we have Mercury, it's in Virgo, and it's gonna make a trine to Uranus. And I, th and I feel, you know, as we start this week, we have this Aries moon, Aries is all about the fire of life, that sort of raw motivation, desire, but different than Leo. But it's really fueling the start of our week, and it's picking up on a trine between Mars and Pluto. So we really have a lot of drive and fortitude as we start the week. Maybe you're on vacation, but nevertheless, use this energy powerfully. It needs an outlet. But then we get to, again, Tuesday, uh, August 16th, and Mercury in Virgo gets support, gets a trine from Uranus and Taurus. And so what's Mercury? Mercury is the planet of voice, communication. It's how we think and listen and learn. It describes both the cognitive function of thinking, but also the analytical side of thinking, critical thinking skills, being able to weigh our options. Um, of course, it's about education, but Mercury getting support from Uranus means that maybe we can get new perspective to, from from on old uh, problems or old things, you know, if you've ever worked at a problem and sort of feel stuck in in, in its uh, English, hard, uh, feel stuck in your options. Um, Uranus can open up your eyesight so you can see it, you can innovate it, you can see it from a new perspective. So really see what's coming your way as you go into Tuesday, what sort of fresh ideas, what sort of fresh perspectives, um, innovative ideas, uh, maybe a sense of getting to do things differently, make different choices. The thing about Mercury and Virgo is that it's very practical. So these are not sort of, um, these are choices or innovations or new approaches that really want to be implemented, for example. And then we go into the middle of the week, the moon moves out of Aries, that punch of fire with the uh, Leo sun. And then we go into a moon in Taurus. So the moon in Taurus does a couple of things. One, it puts this, uh, pulls us, because there's a sense of that pulling with the moon. It's what we need and what we want. There's sort of that subconscious pull with the moon. And it goes into Taurus and we, we need stability and security. We're focused on our material lives. Of course, you know, like we're human beings, we're material beings. We need, you know, make sure that food and money and shelter and, and resource, these are all the things that we need in order to survive. But there's this also the side of Taurus, which is about pleasure, really enjoying our, our life. And whether it's food or whether it's comfort or whether it's indulgences or even luxuries, to really enjoy and revel in the pleasures of earthly living. The other thing that the moon in Taurus does is that it brings us to the last quarter moon. And since this has been a little bit of a rocky lunar month, that lunar month began on July 28th, um, this might be a time when we are sort of rounding the corner, we're getting new perspectives, we're wrapping things up, and sometimes we get shown things 
with the last uh, quarter moon. And this is a moon in Taurus, and, and I am getting a bit ahead of myself, but you know, a couple more lunar months from now as we go into October, November, which is honestly, scarily enough, not that far away, um, we're gonna have an eclipse in Taurus. So that's the thing I, I'm sort of a nerd out about in astrology on eclipses, is that you, know, you sort of watch the moon hit those eclipse degrees. It could be a month before, two months before, three months before, and it talks about a larger theme that may be winding its way through your life. And then the other thing that the, the Taurus moon does is that it picks up on a trine. A trine is what's called 120 degree energy. It's typically supportive. It opens up opportunities. You need the energy. It's the thing about astrology. Everybody doesn't like squares, but squares make things happen. They're the energy of matter and manifestation. A trine is beautiful until it passes you by because it has nothing to anchor it in reality. But that said, Venus trines Jupiter this week. Venus is in Leo. Venus is, I love Venus and Leo. It's sort of the Venus that gets to sort of invest in, indulge in, express itself through the energy of Leo, the sign of the sun. It's This is a, a very passionate, romantic Venus. This is a Venus that loves to be seen, loves to be loved. And Venus gets that support of trying to Jupiter and Aries. And so maybe we're, we're kind of going overboard this week, hopefully not too much and, and, and sort of being in the romance of life and maybe reconnecting to the things that feed us, uh, give us pleasure after a couple of rough uh, weeks astrologically. Maybe everything, you know, you, you sailed through the first few um, months of, first few months, first few weeks of the lunar month. Um, it's definitely was intense for me um but then we get into the end of the week and we hit really what's our headlining which i think i forgot to mention our headlining astrology for the week which is mars's arrival in gemini this is what we have to talk about a little bit and of course when we go through each of the 12 signs you will uh, discover exactly what mars's time in gemini means for you the reason i'm highlighting it is because mars is going to spend eight months in Gemini. Um, that's a long time for Mars to be in one sign. Typically it's five to six weeks. So as you can see, there's a bit of a discrepancy there. Why eight months, Katie, you're, you're asking? Um, because Mars uh, on October 31st from uh, 2, January 12th of 2023, will turn retrograde. So every two years we get a Mars retrograde, no big deal. Um, when you have a personal planet retrograde, what's well, a personal planet? Mercury, Venus, Mars. Um, it's a time when we have to walk back on something. We have to, we, in the case of Mars, we can't act first and think later, Mars and Gemini. We have to be very conscientious of how we are aligning our actions with our words, with our ideas, with our choices. You know, that Mars and Mercury is a, is a fast talker, fast thinker, kind of shoots from the hips, so to speak. Um, and sometimes that can get Mars in trouble. So we may be very chatty for, for eight months. Um, we may have a lot of opinions. We may have a lot of ideas. 
and we may need to move. There's a sense of movement with Mars and Gemini. Um, little fun fact, I point down there because that's where my dog is. Yeah, my dog has Mars and Gemini, and I'm like, what? What is this gonna mean for for my dog for for eight months? So he's gonna have a Mars return. Maybe he's just gonna be a little bit more active, aggressive. He's not really an aggressive guy. He's kind of you know like a but um, you know maybe he's going to be aggressively social aggressively lovable uh, for eight months um, but th this is an energy you know just kind of go back to you all this is an energy that's going to be present with us for eight months and it says that from about first of November until the middle of January we all have to do our work we can't just you know impulsively ours go after everything Gemini Gemini is the sign of choice. It's the sign of duality, the twins. And it teaches us as a sign and as an archetype that life is inherently about choices. And that's there's a beautiful side to that, but there's also a, a sort of complicated side to that. And the shadow side of Gemini, every sign has a shadow. I'm not picking on Gemini. Is that it wants everything. It wants everything. And Mars is going to be there, want everything all at once. And how do we choose? How do we discern? That's the other side. Uh, Gemini's um, uh, Mercury ruled sign is Virgo, is the discernment and being able to analyze Mercury in Virgo versus Mercury in Gemini, in this case, Mars in Gemini. How do we sort through things? How do we become more conscientious, conscious, and aware? of how we use our words, how we think, how we listen, how we learn, how we move. Curiously, um, it's not that long ago we had the eclipses in Gemini. This would have been um, from June of 2020 when we had that first eclipse, although that first eclipse was in Sagittarius, all the way to the last uh, solar eclipse in Gemini. And this was back in June of 2021. And then the, the nodes switched signs out of Gemini and Sagittarius back in January of 2022. So this is kind of in a way a revisit to these greater themes that we were working through um, from 2020 and 2021. And this is when the North Node was in Gemini, now it's in Taurus, is that this was a time when we have to you know, continue to stay curious. That was the shadow side when the South Node was in Sagittarius, is that we were very uh, sure about what we believed in and what was right and what was true. And that sometimes that can be a very complicated and murky, murky area. But the, the side of, you know, the North Node in Gemini, like it was in 2020-21, it was like, get new perspectives, stay curious, keep, keep your minds open, try new things. And now Mars is back there, so it may, in a way, pick up on some of those eclipse themes from 2020 and 2021, but likely we're all going to be on the go for eight months, a lot of travel, a lot of movement, very different than the last time Mars was in Gemini, which I think was May of 2020, 2020, or no, 2021, 2020, I can't remember, anyway, time, strange. Anyway, so that area of your life, wherever Gemini is, is going to see a big focus for eight months. In a way, it's going to echo back to the eclipses of 2020 and 2021. And a reminder that the last time we had an eclipse in Gemini was back in June of 2021. So it's going to be 
Interesting. Um, lastly, uh, we close the week out with Mercury opposite Neptune. Mercury is in Virgo. Neptune is in Pisces. Um, sometimes this can make for very interesting communication and exchange or sometimes not so clear communication and exchange. But we need to understand what's Neptune's function. Neptune does not work on the same level as Mercury. It's not analytical. It's not um, uh, left brain. Um, Mercury, not Mercury, Neptune exists in the intermediary space between this world and the next world. It acts as a bridge, which can either be very confusing or it can open us up to communication, ideas, information from beyond this world. Mercury, Neptune typically shows up in your artists, your poets, your seers, your mystics, and even your psychic mediums. So that's your look at the astrology this week. And this is for August 15th through 21st, 2022. We're going to go through each of the 12 signs. Just your friendly reminder, listen for both your sun sign and your rising. Um, if you know your rising sign, if you're like, Katie, I don't know what a rising sign is, you need to know your exact birth time. That's how you calculate the rising sign. It's really important. Um, if you, a lot of people know that by now, but in case you don't, it's really important. Um, so yes, listen for both your sun and your rising. These are two points of information that gives you a larger understanding of what's going on in your life right now. So Let's start with Aries. Aries, Mars is your planet. So it's been in Taurus uh, since uh, July 5th. So that's what, uh, five, six weeks? That's not that much time. And over the last uh, five, six weeks, you've had to focus on money, income, material stability, and material security. Uh, at the same time, especially as you have the energies of Uranus present, the North Node present, needing to rethink, recalibrate how you earn a living, how you think about them, how you, how you go after what you think is valuable, even these larger themes about self-worth. So maybe it was a little bit of a bumpy time the past couple of weeks, especially as you went into 1st of August when Mars uh, made that conjunction to Uranus. On the 20th, so this is uh, what, Saturday, August 20th, Mars is gonna go into Gemini and it's gonna stay there for eight months. This is very different than five, six weeks, Mars and Taurus. That's because you're gonna come up to a Mars retrograde in uh, October 31st until January 12th. That's for a future conversation. But what you need to know is that Gemini for you is your sign of ideas, information, curiosity, learning, travel, exchange, movement, um, every bits and scraps of information. And that's a lot of time spending in one sign, uh, Aries. So you're probably going to be very busy over the next eight months. Um, maybe you've got trips planned. Maybe you're itching to move, itching to travel. Maybe education and learning are going to be a big focus. And I'm just saying this, Aries, because Mars is going to spend so much time in Gemini, start to become very conscientious and aware, self-aware of how you're using your voice, the choices that you're making, how you're listening and learning and thinking, and sort of your relationship with curiosity, because it's going to be something that you, re you return to um, when we get into the retrograde period of November, uh, December, and the first half of January. But 
buckle up <laughs> um, um, Aries because it's going to be a really busy time over the next uh, eight months um, Taurus so Taurus Gemini for you is your second sign and this is a time when in a way it highlights very Taurian themes it's like I gotta like focus on my money I've got to focus on what I own what I invest in what what do I accumulate the sense of resource whether it's basic resource or even the the luxuries so you're gonna be very focused on uh, your material life as you go into 2023 typical Taurus of course not every Taurus is typical but typical Taurus is there's this need to buy and accumulate while Mars is in Gemini it's, it's like you don't just need one you need two you need one in every color you want to try a lot of different things um, I don't know maybe temper that if you can maybe not maybe you, you want everything in, in every color Mars is a relationship planet, so there is something that's going to be highlighted, especially as you go into later this year, about relationship, about value and the value of self, the value of choice, the choices that you're making in relationship, and even material stability and security in relationship. Um, but this is a time when you're really trying to get your money life um, locked down the best that you can, of course. Um, Venus, your planet, it continues to be in Leo. So this is a time to get back to yourself, get back to home, get back to family. <clears throat> Excuse me. And coming off of some pretty intense astrology that we had last week, whether it was the Aquarius full moon or even the sun opposite Saturn. So maybe you're coming off of some major choices. It's time to really get anchored into what is real. Gemini, you're going to have a friend, um, a visitor uh, for eight months. So when Mars goes into Gemini on August 20th, do keep in mind that it's not going to leave for eight months. That's all. <laughs> Hide your Geminis. Um, that's a long time for, for Mars to be in Gemini. So what does this mean for you? Mars going into your own sign means you're going to have a lot of energy and this is probably a lot of energy that needs a practical outlet. It's going to be a time of new beginnings, new initiatives, moving forward. Uh, Mars and Taurus for you, especially since July, has been time to really re recuperate, to rest, relax, to go within, to, to, to ask these deeper existential questions and that's been a lot of your astrology in 2022 is the need to find answers gemini hopefully you have answers because they're going to need action because this is a time when you can't sit still you can't go at a slow speed anymore i will say that sort of whatever you are starting initiating moving forward on you may have to revisit it later this year when mars and into the beginning of 2023 when Mars turns retrograde. If you have any sort of hot temper, um, this is just your fair warning, Mars is not the diplomat. Mars is great for courage and bravery, so this, this time will give you the courage and bravery to go after what you want. It is not great for compromise. It is not great for really sort of listening to other people. So this is sort of, like I said, a fair warning. Um, and you may have a lot to say and maybe not in a way that is uh, delicate um, over the next eight months. Again, um, really be aware of some of the themes that are starting to present themselves, especially as you go into September, because you are going to revisit them when Mars turns retrograde from October 31st until January 12th. 
Do keep in mind that Mercury, your planet, continues to be in Virgo. It's a time to focus on home and family, really get down to your roots. That will change next week when Mercury goes into um, Libra. We'll get, you know, that's future information. Um, but maybe you're feeling a little bit um, getting new insights, new information. Um, you got the support from Uranus this week. You also have the opposition to Neptune. So really listen to your intuitive mind, and especially as Mars can be a bit impulsive. Listen to your gut first before you quickly react. Um, cancer. So Mars is something called your 12th sign, and it's important to sort of place some larger themes into context. And, and, and I know I've been talking about this a lot over the past weeks and months and even into last year. Um, you're in a time of a lot of deep self-reflection and a lot of deep personal work. It's something that you've heard me call, you're in the eighth room. You are starting to wrap up this time, which has been since 2020, of doing all this deep personal work. But it's it's been a really intense time for, for cancers. And I know this because you are my clients. We have these conversations. You are tired. Um, but then you have Mars camping out in your 12th. So the 12th represents the end of your personal astrology. Some uh, traditional way of looking at that means that you're going to sort of have this time where nothing's happening. It's because the 12th is the space in your chart that doesn't talk about your manifested world, it doesn't talk about the things you can touch and know for, for real. It's not objective, it's subjective. So this is a time where you now have to focus on your life beyond this world. I know it's a little bit spiritual and esoteric, but you have a life beyond this world. And, and maybe this is a time when you are initiating that connection to what is the you beyond you, the life that you have beyond this physical plane. And from August 20th all the way to March 25th, 2023, it's a time to go within. This could be a time that focuses on spirituality, meditation, rest, reflection, and retreat. From a very classical, traditional way of looking at this, Mars going through the 12th means that you don't have a lot of energy because that energy is being expended towards the non-physical instead of the physical. I'm going to wrap your head around that. So this is a Mars that needs to rest. Maybe you are more tired than usual. You're like, Katie, how am I more tired for eight months? It means that you have to take the Mars. Mars is drive, action, motivation, and put it towards something that maybe is more intuitive, spiritual, or you can't see. Mars in the 12th is a beautiful time to let something go. Why would I want to let something go, Katie? It could be a negative habit. It could be an attachment. It could be an addiction. It could be something that is a suffering that you've been carrying and having a hard time letting go. Mars opens the doors to compassion, redemption, release, and sort of that sort of spiritual waters, uh, esoteric waters of the 12th. The more that you can use this Mars towards spiritual pursuits, um, altruistic pursuits, but even trying to get into these deeper existential questions, the more that this Mars is, is happy. And this is a Mars that's also not for personal gain, especially because Mars for you, Cancer, is a uh, professional planet. This is a Mars that wants to you know, obtain something, go after something, the, sort of the desire of Mars, 
but it's for something greater. It's, it's to be a conduit for something greater. This is, of course, going to mean different things to different people, different things to different cancers. But the more that you can get in touch with your spirit and your soul, the more that this Mars is getting a chance to express itself to its fullest. I think this is something that we have to keep revisiting cancer because it's hard, especially if spirituality and sort of esoteric uh, subject matter is, is a little like... You know, it's like, I, what does that mean, Katie? Well, it's something you have to feel, not think. And maybe that's the irony to Mars and Gemini is that it is a time when you are not using your analytical faculties. You're needing to get in touch with your intuitive faculties over the next eight months. Leo, happy end of the birthday, Leo season. Um, if your birthday's in the last week of Leo, happy birthday. By the time we have this conversation next week, it's going, the sun's going to be in Virgo. So in the meantime, enjoy it, Leo. Certainly, it's been a little bit of a bumpy uh, Leo season, if I'm being completely honest. Um, you just had that full moon in Aquarius uh, just this past week, and you had sun opposite Saturn. So maybe you're coming off of a pretty intense week a week that was really about making decisions putting things back into order saying yes to what you need to say yes to saying no to what you need to say no to and as you prepare to go into that last week of your season you have mars changing signs so keep in mind leo that you've had mars in your career sign uh, since the beginning of july so this has been a time to initiate mars motivate Mars, your professional life. And maybe you've seen things go on in your career. Maybe this has been a beautiful time for you to take a step towards your ambitions, to go after what you want. Mars has really activated and ignited a story that was seeded back in 2018 and 2019. However, Mars is going to change signs on August 20th, and it's going to go into Gemini, and it's not going to leave for eight months and what is gemini for you uh leo well that's your 11th sign it's about community friends social circles social network who are your friends who who do you feel connected to and that sense of belonging that we all need and crave and want as human beings unless we're a complete loner but this part of the chart says that we need people, we need community, we need a sense of belonging to the greater whole. And Mars here is very much aligned. Um, it's, its desires and motivation is to go out towards the future, that the 11th is a space where we look out towards our personal future, our collective future. It's a Mars that's also more aware of social issues, social causes, social themes, and maybe you're getting um, you know, more in, involved in sort of these larger social issues and social themes. But that said, it's really about who do you, who are your friends, who are your community as you go into the next eight months. Mars is passion and fire and motivation and um, for, for you, Leo, Mars is a sign of home and family. So it's, there's sort of these greater questions of whose family, sort of your personal family, maybe your family of origin versus people that you call family, your spiritual family, so to speak. Um, and maybe this is a Mars that's really, you know, after all the things that have been happening in your career sign, it's really trying to look ahead towards the future. 
Mars is not your typical diplomat. Mars is a leader. Mars is a driver. Mars is an initiator. So maybe that that's where Mars is doing its best work over the next eight months. But Mars can also pick at and point on um, maybe something that's already been there, maybe a social issue or maybe an issue in your social circle that needs to come up. Um, and maybe these larger themes about who are your friends, the, the choices that you make and in in, in sort of creating um, a community, the, the groups that you are a part of, the groups that you lead, the sort of the people that you align with and call allies, maybe that needs to be reevaluated. I don't know. These are these are sort of the larger questions that we're going to keep uh, returning to um, over the next, uh, you know, obviously not the next few weeks, next few months while Mars spends its time in, um, in, uh, in, in Gemini. Can't, not cancer. No, 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 no. Virgo. Virgo. So Mars is leaving what's called your ninth signs. This is really picking up on these larger themes. And we talked about this last week. It's like, what do you believe in? What do you stand for? What do you think it's true? And how Mars has really sort of ignited a need to see things differently. And sometimes we can all get stuck in our blind spots or all get stuck in an old pattern of thinking. So Mars did its shake up. And now Mars is going to go into something called your 10th sign. So it's not going to leave the 10th for eight months. What is the 10th? The 10th in anybody's astrology is about career. It's your public, it's, 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 it's your public life. It's, it's how people see you. It's your reputation. It's also your ambitions. It's the role that you play in the world and even the role that you want to play in the world, including our duties and responsibilities that we all carry as, as humans. So here comes Mars, and Mars adds fuel and fire to your professional life over the next eight months. So for some people, this is gonna be a time of really, for some uh, Virgos, a time of really concentrated focus on going after some sort of professional ambition, some sort of larger professional aim or goal, and how to make that happen. This is a Mars that wants to climb. This is a Mars that wants to hunt and really be very self-sufficient um, and self-motivated in its professional life. For some, this is a, a Mars that's going to activate something that's already been happening. You know, maybe the professional, your professional life is a little bit wonky. Maybe it needs some work. Maybe there's something going on at work and there's a, a larger theme that Mars will sort of, you know, play into over the next eight months. But in, in a sort of larger, broader sense, Virgo, you're going to be very busy professionally into the new year. And even as, especially because it's Mars, especially because it's your 10th, really focus on your duties and responsibilities. Maybe you have to carry a lot of duties and responsibilities as you go into the new year. Yeah, Mars is not going to leave until March 25th of 2023. That's a long time. And so be aware, especially over the next couple of weeks, as Mars starts to get to the, sh the shadow degree of where it sort of turns direct in January and what are the themes that are coming up because these are themes professionally um, on a larger level on a career level that you may be revisiting as you go from November December and into January um, since Mercury is your planet it continues to be in Virgo next week it will go into Libra it will turn retrograde in September we'll, we'll talk about that um, next week, but in the meantime, it is making a trying to Uranus this week. Look for those flashes of insights. 
making an opposition to Neptune. Learn to let go of the things that you need to let go of, Virgo, because um, I can assure you they're probably not as important as you think they are. Libra. So what's going on, Libra? We've got Venus is now in Leo. Leo for you is your 11th sign. Is that correct? Yes, I believe. Yes, that is correct. So you're in this time is about friends and community, your social circle. But at the same time, you have Mars and Mars is finally leaving your eighth. And I think this is really or was highlighting these deeper themes with Libra and these sort of themes about the shadow self, self-destruction. I know self-destruction is a big word, but we, we all have something inside of us. That's just the, being a human and, and having a psyche that sometimes works against us. And Mars's time in the eighth, especially with Uranus, has been really digging into that deeper emotional, psychic, psychological, material, intimacy, vulnerability, trust. But now finally... Mars leaves the eighth and it goes into the ninth and it goes into Gemini. So Gemini for you, Libra, is one of your travel signs. And it's a time when you may be very busy on the go. You may be traveling someplace very far. This may be distance, distances, journeys, quests, the sort of this um, other side of Mars in the ninth, the need to know more, the need to search and explore and to see the world, whether it's literally seeing the world, meaning you get on a plane, or see the world from an educational standpoint. Mars is trying to lift up your eyes. And maybe since Mars is a relationship planet for you, this is a time when you and somebody else, whether it's a romantic partner or somebody else in your life, do you both see eye to eye? And maybe that's where the retrograde period, November, December, and January is sort of you having to negotiate and compromise and to sort of get on the same page as somebody in your life. But I'm getting ahead of myself. This is also the Mars that takes the the lessons of the eighth, sort of the, the sometimes the not so easy lessons that we had to learn while Mars is in the eighth and tries to make sense of it. This is a very philosophical Mars when it goes into the ninth. It's like, what do I believe in? What do I think it's true? What do I have faith? What do I stand for? Um, and this is a Mars that needs to make sense of things. And you can make sense of things by reading a book, going out in the world, getting philosophical, maybe even going within, but this is more of an external search for truth and meaning and trying to align yourself to something larger. But um, this is, again, a very philosophical time period for you, especially over the eight months. And maybe for some of you, it is a focus on education, higher education, going back to school, or getting some sort of specialized learning that will take you into Mars and Cancer in March of 2023. Scorpio, Mars is your planet. So it has been in Taurus since July, the beginning of July. And maybe Scorpio, of course, every Scorpio is different. Maybe you've seen how it's really been about relationships and other people since the beginning of July. For some people, that's really put a spotlight and sometimes not an easy spotlight on relationships, romantic relationships, and, and, and all relationships. But Mars's time in Taurus reminds you that there are other people in your life, other people have needs. And maybe this is needing to learn to negotiate with other people instead of being more Mars, which is like, I want, I need, this is all about me. 
it's been a little bit of a bumpy uh, five, six weeks, and now Mars goes into Gemini. So Gemini is your eighth sign. Hey, Scorpio, you are the eighth sign of the zodiacs. We, when we get to Gemini, especially from the perspective of Scorpio, it is a reminder that Scorpio's eighth sign is about choice and the duality of choice and how there's two sides to everything, light and dark, good, evil, yes, no, up, down, and how do we find the balance of choice? But this is a long time for Mars to be in the eighth and it's a, it's a deep dive for you, Scorpio, and maybe really having to, to work on um, some deeper themes around emotional intimacy, um, opening up to people, uh, trust, power, control, the other side of relationships, sexuality, money, finance, investments, taxes, estates, wills, you know, all that eighth house, traditional eighth house stuff. So it's a long time for you in the eighth. And you could say, well, you know, you, I am a Scorpio. I am the eighth sign. So I'm, I'm sort of right at home in the eighth. But that said, this is the inner exploration of your underworld. That's the work that we all do as Scorpios and that we incarnate as Scorpios. And then when Mars finally leaves your eighth in March 25th of 2023, yes, it's March 2023, that's when you have to take the, 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 the deep wisdom and knowledge that you discovered in the eighth and sort of it has to shape the way that you see the world. But this is a lot of work. Scorpio, I believe in you. I know you've been going through a lot, especially with the you know, Uranus energy, Mars, uh, the eclipses. Um, but this is a time when maybe something deeper within you has to be revealed so that you can do what you do best, Scorpio, and transform. Sagittarius. So Sag, um, Jupiter, your planet continues to be in Aries. So this is time that's really about self-expression, passion, getting back to the things that really give you life. So there's that. But the main focus, you know, especially as Mars gets out of your six, which is health and wellness, your day-to-day -day life, sort of the operations of your life, and then it goes into your seventh sign. So Gemini is your relationship sign. And Mars is time in Gemini over eight months. Yes, eight months, normally it's five, six weeks, harkens back to a lot of the, the larger stories that were happening when we were having eclipses in Gemini and also by you know extension eclipses in Sagittarius. So in 2020 and 2021, there were eclipses in Gemini and Sag. So you had eclipses in November of 2020, uh, June of, of 2021, and here comes Mars. So it may bring uh, an energy, Mars, back to that time. That said, Mars is a planet of motivation and action. It's your fifth sign. It's about romance and the, and the joy and the pleasure of life. And it's going to spend time in the sign of relationships. So maybe this gives relationships vitality, romance, fun, joy, pleasure. But Mars isn't exactly... A diplomat and so sometimes Mars's time in the seventh can really push on some buttons and shake things up maybe this is where something that was below the surface with somebody now demands Mars your attention Mars in the seventh is, is sort of this push to put life back in balance but that's because maybe somebody else is making it unbalanced it's sort of the topsy-turvy thing that happens between the seventh and the first I'm getting technical 
Um, but Mars also is the desire and drive and motivation, and it needs to connect when it's in the seventh. So maybe relationships are going to be very highlighted over the next eight months. Maybe new people are coming into your life. Maybe there's a need to uh, focus on an existing relationship. Maybe sometimes Mars can, can cut or sever a relationship. Mars, is, that's just kind of a very traditional way of looking at Mars. But that said, pay attention to the relationship themes that are coming up because you will likely revisit them when Mars turns retrograde from uh, October 31st until Jan uh, January 12th of 2023. But this is a big time. And it's sort of, you know, you, you haven't been in the same, um, you know, play as the other signs uh, of Sagittarius. But this is really putting a major focus on your astrology as you go into the new year. Capricorn. So Saturn, your planet continues to be in Aquarius. Just your friendly reminder, Capricorn, that in March of 2023, Saturn will leave Aquarius, go into Pisces. So you're sort of coming down the, the home stretch of a major chapter of your life. Every two and a half, three years, Saturn spends one, you know, is in one sign. And it's been so much about money, income, material stability, really getting to what is of value in your life. So there's that. Um, Mars is your planet of home, uh, family, it's your roots, foundation, it's past, and it's leaving Taurus, which is your fifth sign. So it's been more about the pleasure and play of life, um, making some memories, for example, but now it's going to go into your sixth. Mars is going to spend six months, six, eight months in the sixth, and this is a time where you really have to focus on the details of your life. Six in anybody's astrology is operations. It's the operations of your life. You have to focus on the details. You have to get organized. You have to come up with a plan. There has to be a schedule. All these things that we don't typically think that Capricorn's going to have a problem with, but Mars is going to demand attention at this. This is also your area of health and wellness. I'm just being a traditional astrologer for a moment. Mars may activate um, existing health challenges or something really needs your attention. So do not neglect your body while Mars is in your in your six for eight months. It's a need to put your physical life, your physical being back in order and balance as well. And even look at the choices that you're making about your physical health and wellness. Um, but Mars is a very physical planet and maybe you are working too much. Um, Mars is a little bit of a workaholic when it's in the six. Or there's a need to channel this energy into physical exercise and so make sure that you are actually giving this an outlet. Um, it's going to be eight months um, and you're probably going to be working a lot as you go into the new year and into March of 2023. Aquarius. So Aquarius, um, you're coming off some pretty big deal astrology. You had the full moon uh, last week. So it's a time when certain areas of your life have been illuminated. Now Mars has been in the part of your chart that talks about home and family and maybe the, the home environment the household has not been so quiet the past uh, five six weeks but it really highlighted a larger story of home and family where is home and who is home that's been present since 2018 2019 that part of your life may look very different so that said Mars leaves your fourth and it goes into your fifth and it's going to spend eight months in your fifth this is a time, Aquarius, and maybe you've been through a lot, and certainly you've, you've had a lot of um, on your shoulders, uh, so to speak, with Saturn in your sign since 2020. 
And maybe Mars is giving you a break. Maybe Mars is saying, it's time to get back to you. It's time to get back to the things that give you joy, that give you life, that give you creativity. Maybe this is a time when you really, if this is relevant to you, of course, like it's about children, it's about maybe having a child, or maybe it's metaphorically about the things that you create and you bring into existence. But this is a time, again, to get back to the passion and the vitality of life. Pay attention to what is coming up, especially as you prepare to go to that retrograde phase, which will be in October, um, November, December, in the first half of January. But it's really about have some fun, Aquarius. Certainly you are a sign that needs it because it's been uh, it's been a bit of a heavy toll over the past uh, couple of years. Pisces. Finally, Pisces. So Pisces, uh, not quite in the same uh, uh, boat as some of the other signs. I know I said this uh, last week and there were plenty of Pisces like, no, Katie, I'm going through a lot. And, and maybe there's other things in your astrology that's it's pointing to that. But just on a general whole, Pisces is at, a is at a time of letting go, release, preparing for the next chapter of their life, which begins on March 6th of 2023. Mars has left Taurus or will leave Taurus on August 20th this week. And it's been all about voice for the past uh, five, six weeks. But now it's going to go into something called your fourth. So Pisces, the fourth is the base, it's home, it's roots, it's foundation. And on a very deeper emotional level, it's your core. It's the things that you need on a primal, functional level. So you can imagine what it's like when your home environment's not settled or something about family is not settled. It hits something very deep. So that said, pay attention to what's happening to your home environment because it's putting a lot of focus on your home environment for eight months. For some Pisces, it's if something about family is going to be a big focus for the, for the next eight months. For other Pisces, it's about your living situation. Maybe you need to move. Maybe your living situation has become untenable. Maybe somebody comes into the household. Maybe somebody leaves the household. Maybe you're starting uh, renovations and sort of changes in the house over the next eight months. Mars is not typically a very quiet influence in this part of your chart. So maybe the home environment is a little noisy over the next eight months. I'm so sorry, Pisces. Um, but nevertheless, you are inspired and motivated Mars to really focus on your home environment. And that could mean just doing the things that you need to do to create a solid, stable foundation for your life, Pisces. Um, but that said, you've got still continued some things going on in your relationship sign. Mercury continues to be highlighting relationships for you right now and sort of finding that balance between the needs of others, but also your needs, Taurus, uh, Taurus, Pisces. Um, but yeah, big deal astrology, continue to release, let go, prepare. I know I've been saying this, but I can't say it more because it's really important because Pisces, the things that you're like sort of spiritually, emotionally carrying with you when, when Saturn goes into Pisces in 2023, it's with you. So you don't want it with you for the next cycle. You want to really be aware of sort of the spiritual boxes that you've been accumulating, even the literal boxes. I know I've had some Pisces that are saying, oh my God, like I'm going through 20 years worth of stuff right now. And, and that's so important. Um, and even if you're doing that consciously, even for those that are just doing it without realizing it, because that sense of purging and preparing and detachment and release is really setting you up for the next big chapter of your life. But that's March of 2023. We got like, what, five, six 
months until that happens seven months i can't do math when i'm not doing this so there you go there is your look at the astrology of august 15th through 21st 2022 my name is katie sweetman this has been empowering astrology you can follow me online at empoweringastrology.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Spotify. Um, and I'm even on Twitter, although I kind of let the account get really, really quiet. Um, just too many things. Um, but anyway, I thank you all for joining me every week. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, for some of you who feel inspired to join me for my Saturn Masterclass, because I think we're going to do a lot of deep and powerful work. For those where the time zone is not great, talk to me. But every 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 session is going to be recorded, so in theory you can still do it. Just do it not live. Um, but yes, go to my website to learn more. All the information is going to be in the show notes when I add it. And I will see you all next week. Take care. Bye. -bye.